team building and team performance, a serious topic, but really fun to develop. I am Patrick Magier, and today my guest is Almas Abdulkairov, founder and CEO of Spatial Chat, in my opinion, the best virtual collaborative workspace currently on the market. Hi, Almas. Super hey, hey. to see you here today. Hey, Patrick. My pleasure as well today. Almas, you are the founder and CEO of Spatial Chat. My personal opinion, uh, th this, is, this is the collaborative workspace currently that you can find on the web. And I, I always wondered, what actually gave you the idea to start this whole thing? How, how did you get to that collaborative workplace idea? One story is at the beginning, uh, we never thought it would be the collaborative space. Me and my founders, we were, we were in um, um, multiple years of pursuit of disrupting online communication. We were remote like uh, always. We lived in different countries, uh, different cities, uh, and we just wanted to make something better than Zoom or Skype. Because in Zoom or Skype, we never felt that feeling of in-person, and we did that experiment. Uh, and when we did it, we invited like around 12 friends and it was fun. But we did nothing for entire year after that. I'm, uh, I'm referring to the period of December 2018 when we first published the, uh, the prototype and it worked. However, only when pandemic started in March 2020, we retested the prototype for 45 people. And only then it became more obvious that uh, there was something cool about that. We initially positioned, we, we didn't know what to position, we just made it for fun. Uh, we advertised as a your virtual cocktail party for up to 50 people and just launched as that. But um, since the uh, online events, uh, just the events industry was the most severely affected industry, uh, it turned out to be an online events environment. However, as the time passed, we, uh, we felt... We, we felt ourselves using spatial chat for work like every day. And we, and so did hundreds of teams as it turned out. I never knew about that. The, nobody of our users didn't tell me about that. We just looked at the numbers and something astonishingly cool happened. When we saw that people use it like for large groups of people for every day for like many hours, like three, four, sometimes in Japan up to eight hours, they literally stay eight hours per day each working day. We started scratching our heads and uh, asking the question why. And after talking to many of them, I, I asked them the main question, how do you perceive the product? Uh, like. And they told me we never perceived your product almas as a as Zoom or virtual events. We always perceived you like a virtual working environment for our remote teams. So this is how, after launching one thing, we turned out to be a collaborative workspace platform. So actually, it was kind of a let's get and drink together idea, which yeah. then became a work idea. Normally, it's the other way around. It was the other way around. We never tried to pursue some hype. We just focused on listening to people. How do they perceive the product? Because as famous billionaire after four steps epiphany, to epiphany after Stephen Blank, he tells one cool uh, quote, um, uh, get out of the building. 
he says. Don't try to create idea for like company, business, developer position just sitting in, in the building. Go out uh, and talk to people because they most probably know better than you how, the, how they perceive the product and how it should be perceived. So in, in the end, what really makes the difference? I have my personal opinion, but I'd like to hear yours, of course. What makes the difference between this collaborative platform and some of the others? What, what, what's the, why would people actually, without you even pushing them, start using it as a collaborative workplace? One of the main points in product development is make something as simple and intuitive as possible. Uh, there was literally almost zero barrier to start using it and learning to use it. We Even from the beginning, when we never had any customer user support or even a help center or, and, or even an onboarding or even an explanation who we are, because it was intuitive and simple, people started to use this. Then they gradually started, use, started using it as a workspace, ultimately, after several years. And I asked them why. They t tell that uh, because of the always-on kind of presence in Zoom, it's uh, either started meeting or ended meeting. It's all finite. Here, it is always-on, like uh, some virtual headquarters ex that exists always. That's number one factor. Number two factor is the mechanics make it uh, pleasant to use and to stay here for a long time because we are, like even here in your virtual podcast room, we feel like we are in, vir however, virtual, but in one room. Like we, the two pictures of people on the same background. While in classic uh, video chat software, we are all our own independent uh, rectangles or squares and we, sh we don't share any similar background. We have the background of our own and our brains were never designed for that. However, uh, however the brains were designed to be recognized as a group on a common background. And of course, all of the little mechanics adapt, adapt to the in-person feeling. So you, I know you call this social presence online, which is kind of a, a contradiction because you're actually not present, you're online. So what, what does social presence online really mean? Is it, it's, it's what you express now? It's, it's getting, having the feeling you're close, even so you're online? Yeah, it's about tricking our minds and psychology into feeling like closeness to each other. It all started with the invention of telephony by Alexander Bell at, uh, a lot of years ago. Even the telephone call gave initial virtual perception of the social presence. And, uh, and people who know each other deeply, they deeply feel this uh, social presence. Then VoIP, voice over IP, was invented. It increased the online social presence. Then it was scaled by things, software like Google Meet and Zoom. And I call it the third, uh, third online uh, chat disruption uh, stage. And the products like ours, I call them the fourth evolution stage of virtualization of social presence. We, we are even more, we are giving even more social presence in virtual factor. But yes, ultimately, it's always about feeling like really and present uh, for each other. So if I, if I put this a bit extremely, um, for you having kind of online teams versus on-site teams is 
basically about uh, tricking the brain. And if you trick the brain enough, you can replace the on-site teams with online teams? Exactly, provided that you adjust for the reality of working remotely. I mean, you take into the account what things you, in online, you do not have that you could have had offline, like working in a real office. Because people working on-site or off-site are, are the same people, same humans. Uh, the only one of the core differences, maybe they happen to be more diverse because uh, they are spread across multiple cities or even countries. Uh, but in general, they're the same people. You just need to take the working culture and the workflow into account that needs to be modified. Because some things that you are, think are given for granted off-site, on-site, uh, some of them are not automatically online and ne you need to just complement. So how, how, do you, how do you actually do that? How do you build a team online? Let's, let's, let's start by the beginning. Actually, how do you recruit your people? You said they're all, they're all anywhere, so you don't have offices. So how do you actually recruit people? You just make interviews on, uh, online, or, or how does the recruitment work? Yeah, we, first of all, we publish our job, uh, jobs uh, at Spatial Chat or online. We, of course, interview people online. But uh, let me start from the two core things that happened in the beginning, because at the beginning of every team, there should be a leadership team built. So me and my co-founders, we met, of course, offline long before the pandemic. Uh, although we built Spatial Chat remotely, we never seen each other face to face while building the product. We knew each other for many years. That was, the fundam was fundamental to working efficiently because since we already knew how each other behaves, we could predict and uh, communicate what, uh, what is the role for, for anyone. And that uh, social connection helped us build something from scratch. Then, how did we find first 10 hires uh, for the company? Well, um, I was happy to be uh, um, a very well-known among the very narrow audience uh, kind of blogger person. And uh, first people uh, we hired uh, came from our personal connection network. And since we already knew and kind of trusted each other because we knew um, each other before spatial chat, it helped us gather initial team, which of course we interviewed online. But then, yes, we started publishing our uh, job openings online, and that's it. Um, why Europe? Some of me, some of people ask, why not U.S. or Japan? Uh, since our major market, I mean, largest audiences are in the U.S. and Japan. Well, um, I, I learned it from the Israeli companies' culture. Uh, I have a lot of friends uh, having their companies in Israel, and what the way they built teams is they hire locally, although the market is global, especially in the U.S., and they work up until night, uh, turn by turn. So by that, they both manage to serve American customer base while also keeping the in inter intraday workflow locally and not having to like adapt to different time zones, time zones sync up uh, with their colleagues. That's very crucial in the beginning. 
I already, 10 years ago, I created my first company uh, and my co-founder was from Seattle. Although I still love her and we did cool things, it was very hard to sync because it was like 11 hour difference. It's like when I woke up, she, she went sleeping. When I went sleeping, she <laughs> woke up. So we had to compromise and that, uh, uh, that was very hard. But would you then say it is necessary to meet physically to start having this trust as you had yourself? Or would you say that thanks to tools like you have developed, is it, it is possible today to actually start already with an online aspiration? Or do you still need that, that element of, of physical presence at some point? At some point, this element of physical presence is always needed. The question is, to what degree, with what kind of relationship? For example, if it's the highest form of relationship in business, the partnership, that is a must-have. You can Partnership is like a marriage, but in business. You cannot marry a person without seeing them, at least <laughs> physically. So that highest degree of uh, uh, relationship, the partnership, shall be started. I, I don't believe in possibility of finding a reliable, trustworthy like business partner by just meeting online. I know there are such cases, but they are uh, a rarity. However, uh, scaling and hiring the team is possible. However, seeing each other sometimes, uh, how is it called in English? The, so there is a tradition, even we have it, to see, to gather uh, offline once a year. We designate the location like one city and we like it was last year. This year it was a little bit harder uh, because of the uh, uh, harder flight routes in Europe now. But uh, it's it's crucial to see each other. And a lot of remote, even remote teams, even fully remote teams, they gather once a year. Some manage to do it, pull this off uh, once per quarter. But I think it's very hard see each other. And for example, when we did that last year, it was an amazing feeling. It's like uh, my colleagues, they see me for the first time and they talk like, they say, wow, he's real. And I'm like, wow, you are real, guys. Uh, but also there was, there was zero awkwardness. It's like we already knew each other. It's just one last part seeing each other and hugging, which is cool. So basically uh, the two happened. worlds melt into each other, but then... What do you do with a group that is just online? How do you develop that feeling, that not being awkward when you then meet? How do you develop this team-building feeling, uh, this closeness? How do you do that? It starts with, with joining the team. Um, back in real office, whenever a new person joins the team, they enter the office their the first day, right? And they shake each other's hands. Uh, they see each other. That's how initial get-to-know happens. There is no such thing in online. Uh, however, we complemented that. We, we have a tradition of uh, announcing that person. We ask them to share their story, their hobbits, uh, hobbies, hobbits, uh, where they are, and so on, so that people see person. We also have a tradition of announcing them like uh, on our weekly town halls. And we have a weekly game, like uh, each of the team members, they introduce themselves for around 40 minutes 
online in, in special chat gatherings, so they have opportunity to express themselves and tell their story. So that that creates the bonding and the like storytelling and get to know. So how important is it actually to know a little bit something about the personality, the strengths of the people you're working with? And, and uh, would you recommend everybody to really work on that? We, we asked every new person to announce themselves and tell their story in a little bit so that a new colleague is not a robot or some online entity. They're treated as a person. Uh, and a person, one of the things the person is, a physical person is defined by is their story. By seeing the story, people see that that's a, not a robot, that's a real person alive. Then we uh, have regular one-on-ones or some gatherings or even, no, but now we started doing mission team uh, to in, in order that in trainings in order to have even improve that process of understanding each other. Because to efficiently work with each other, you need to understand each other because that's crucial. Um, so the, the common understanding is, I think, something which you can develop online and offline. And I'd like to thank you very much for speaking with me and, of course, with a lot of our listeners. And I recommend very highly that everybody joins Spatial Chat because it's a real cool platform. Thanks a lot, Almas. Thank you. My pleasure. And I do highly recommend Mission Team training for every remote team. Thank you for listening to our Mission Team podcast. Do not forget to register for the next episode and visit us on mission-team.com.